Before I give you this word today, though, that the Lord prepared for you all, I want to, uh, I gave the brothers a book last week called Strong in the Lord. Because, brothers, we got, this, we got the man up. Amen. We got to get out there and, and reach back. Uh, we still in that vein. I'm not going to change it. Lord is having his way. We got to get out there and reach back. We got to get in our families and get it right. Amen. So this was a, this was a good word, strong in the Lord. And I just want to read this first, this day one, just a little bit of it. The title is called Paul, Claw, and Goliath. And it said, David said, the Lord, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. He's about to fight Goliath. Amen. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. See, brothers who are strong in the Lord, this is what we got to know. God is with us. Amen. You, you, you don't have to be afraid. It's not just you. Amen. <laughs> You're not fighting the battle by yourself. David killed a bear. He killed a lion. And then they're going to put him up against the uncircumcised Philistine who don't know God. David was like, like what is this? <laughs> I didn't kill a lion and a bear. And, and this Goliath is, 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 is frightening all of Israel. Amen. <laughs> Say, come here, you uncircumcised Philistine. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I just want to read this other, this one little part here. It said, David fought hand and claw, combat with the lion. David then went hard with hand to claw with a bear. As a shepherd, David had to confront the predators circling his flock. Brothers, we got to protect our families. Huh? That's what this is really saying. See, when you're strong in the Lord, you just don't let the wolf come in and destroy your family. You got to protect them. Amen. And that's what this is saying, right? It says, so when the time came to confront the predators circling his people, David knew what to do. Uh, be strong in the Lord. God had delivered. Amen. God had delivered David from the power of the, the predator. God would deliver him from the uh, ginormous hand of the Philistine <laughs> predator named Goliath. That's what it says. Like, this is so small, it's hard for me to read it. The Lord has already shown he was stronger than a lion. There's no reason to think that a, least, a lesser foe, Goliath, will prove to be strong to God. And that's what I want you all to do, saints of God. You know, when you when you when you in front of that battle that seems to be insurmountable, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Think back. On, other, on those, those battles that God was with you and he delivered you from. And you won that battle and you know it was God. Amen? Then draw that strength again from the Lord. Our strength is in the Lord. Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Strong brothers. We got to build strong brothers today. Amen? Because the devil was a liar. He's bold today, too. Y'all see what he's doing? He is bold. Huh? He wants us to play by some kind of rules. While he go around seeking who we may devour. Amen. But he, we still trying to play by the rules. And I never understood that anyway, even in the natural. You know, we're in a war. They send the brothers to war and they say, well, we got the, the rules of engagement. And they trying to kill you. What's the rule when somebody trying to kill you? Are you going to go by the rule? What's the rule? <laughs> I don't know what the rule is. I'm, going, I'm pulling out all the stops. Amen. <laughs> Talking about prisoners of war. Ain't no prisoners. They trying to kill me. 
Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you all. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me get into this word the Lord gave me for today. Hallelujah, Lord. The Lord is ringing in my spirit. Talking about be strong in the Lord. You know, it's a saying how it go. Only the strong. Come on now. Just grab it. Grab it. <laughs> Let me say this. There's some great events that took place in this earth. Amen. For example, uh, God created man in his image and likeness, creating us to look like him. That's a great event. Amen. Some great events have been taking place in this earth. Another great event is the fall of man. Huh? We fell because of disobedience and sin. That's a great event. Amen. <laughs> but I got an easy question for you all today. Amen. Because you all know when I ask you all these questions, they all easy. Huh? Y'all know the answers already. <laughs> but what is the greatest event you think that happened to mankind? Think about that one, saints. <laughs> Amen. I heard it. Jesus dying on the cross and then God raising him up. That's the greatest event we know. <laughs> Amen. There's no greater event than that, saints. The life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's our Savior. Amen. There's no greater event I can think of, and I haven't seen some great events. Amen. But nothing as great as that. Amen. That's what we're celebrating today. A great event. Amen. It had to be. Oh, God is something else. He's awesome, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank God again and again and again daily for dying on that cross for our sins. Amen. I heard my brother back there say, thank you, Lord. Every time we think about it, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that's, think about that, saints. He, he, he gave his life for us. <laughs> think of the magnitude of that. <laughs> he, gave, he gave his life for someone who didn't deserve it. Come on now, think about that. It wasn't like we, we, was, we was awesome and obeying, and he gave his life for some sinners. Amen. That's a great event. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's mind-boggling to me, saints. It's the most unselfish act you could ever perform. Amen. God is truly the opposite of Satan. He's truly the opposite. See, God is, is all giving. Amen. He's all loving. Amen. Oh, he's most unselfish. Amen. And Satan is just the opposite. Satan is all taking. He wants to take everything from you. He's all hating. Amen. And most of all, he's, he's just all selfish. He's just about himself. Amen. And he would have destroyed, he, he would have enjoyed destroying us saints with that lifestyle of sin or death. He was getting us with that. Amen. Everybody say, but God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There's something about that but, isn't it? What y'all say? It ain't over. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but God. But because of sin, saints, we couldn't save ourselves. Amen. Evil is in this world, and it has a way of catching us up, huh? deceiving us. It's tricky. Amen. So we needed a savior, a deliverer, to free us from sin. Amen. To give us life again. See, we were dead in our sins and we were slaves 
to it. We were in bondage. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we know what the wages of sin is, right? It was death. That's what we, that's what we were about to pay that. Amen. That's that wage. Amen. But the gift of God is truly eternal life, saints. And to that, we all just say over and over again, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because the bottom line, saints of God, is God gave himself to free us from sin. Amen. That's love. It don't get no better than that. He, we know God love us. Huh? It's just not he, well, I love you. Amen. He proved it. <laughs> he gave us his only begotten son. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. That's great. That's a great event. That's an a, a event of huge magnitude. And that's what we're celebrating today. Amen. Let's get into the word of God. If you all will follow me to Romans chapter 6. Let's rightfully divide this word of truth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans chapter 6, and look at verse 1, saints. Because <clears throat> God gave himself again to free us from, from sin, right? So verse 1 says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound. <laughs> Amen. Now God is asking a question. The Bible is saying, well, God freed us from sin because of his grace. Amen. Because, you know, we're in Romans 6. In Romans 5, 20, it says the law entered in uh, an offense. And it abounded. But it says where, where sin abound, grace did much more abound. So now this is saying... So since grace is above sin, it's saying, what should we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? That's improper thinking, thanks to God. Amen. We don't want to think like that. And people do think like that. I'm, under, I'm not under the law. I'm under grace. I could do whatever I want to do. Y'all ever heard that? Huh? People think like that. Uh, We're going to share some light on that one today. <laughs> we know we saved by grace through faith, saints. It was God's grace that saved us, right? And not anything that we done. Amen? And this scripture is asking us, shall we continue to sin to receive grace from God? That's improper thinking. Because look what verse 2 said. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to, to sin live any longer than? <laughs> See, it's absolutely not. That's the answer to the question. <laughs> absolutely not. Amen. We can't continue to sin so grace can abound. Amen. See, God flipped the script. See, instead of being dead to sin or dead in sin like we were, we are now dead to sin. Amen. He flipped it. We were once dead in our sins, saints. Now we're dead to sins. We no longer live lifestyles of sin. <laughs> Amen. It's a scripture that is this that's really misunderstood. I'm really, I want to I wanna put the spotlight on this scripture right here. So I want you to keep your hand in Romans 6. And we're going to go to 1 John chapter 3. Because this scripture is truly misunderstood right here. And I want to share some light on it. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 9 says, Whosoever is born of God doeth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, 
because he is born of God. Who all in here is born of God? Everybody, right? Have you all ever sinned since you've been born of God? So this scripture cannot mean whosoever is born of God do if not commit sin, right? Now, we know they were speaking Hebrew back then, right? And Greek. And, you know, it had to be translated to English, right? And you all heard the saying, sometimes you lose something in the translation. Amen? Because this sounds like, to me, it says once you're born of God, you can't commit a sin. That's not what it means, thanks to God. <laughs> See, this, this word commit used here means to live a lifestyle of. Amen. That's what it means. So the scripture is really saying, if you're born of God, you cannot live a lifestyle of sin. That's what it's saying. Amen. You can't practice sin. That's really what the scripture is saying. Not that you can't commit a sin, because we know we can still mess up today. Huh? But you just can't live that lifestyle. So meaning, so let's say I'm uh, living with my girlfriend, right? We're living together. But once I get born of God, guess what? I can't continue that lifestyle. I'm, I want to marry her now. Amen? All right, let's say I was born a thief. I just steal. That's my lifestyle. I steal to make a living. Amen? If I see something and I can get it, I'm going to get it. Amen? But once I become born of God, now I'm going to go find me a job. I can't keep living that lifestyle. That's what that scripture is saying. A child of God cannot live a lifestyle of sin. That's what it means, thanks to God. Amen? <laughs> All right, let's go back to Romans chapter 6, verse 3. It says, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? See, when we received Christ, we were baptized in him and also baptized in his death. We're dead. Amen? Look at verse 4. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. That's our confirmation right there. <laughs> See, the scripture said once we have been baptized in Christ, we received him, we're born again. We no longer live a lifestyle of sin. Now it says we should walk how? In a new life. Amen. We're now walking in newness of life. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Huh? We don't have that old sinful lifestyle we was living. Huh? On our way to death. That's over. <laughs> oh, Lord, have me. Look at verse 5. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, what, saints? We shall, all, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. See, when, it, when we gave Christ our life, God killed or crucified our old lifestyle. Amen. And God resurrected our new lifestyle in him. Everybody say thank you, Jesus, again. See, that's why we all day see the dialect of a believer is thank you, Jesus. We just be walking down the street. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? We just, that's our, that's our, that's our, our language. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that's all we know. And, 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 and is it rightfully, he died for us. Huh? And he's always doing something on, my beh on, on our behalf. That's what the Lord showed me one day because he said, you know, I'm just saying, thank you, Jesus. I, I went into a thank you, Jesus, rage, fit, you know, just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord just interrupted me and said, you know why you do that, Rudy? <laughs> I said, yeah, Lord, because I'm grateful. I'm thankful. 
He said, no, because I'm constantly doing things on your behalf that you don't even see. So you're thanking me, and I'm constantly doing things. So, so when we say thank you, Jesus, it's rightfully justified. He's doing something right now for all of us that we can't even see. Amen. And then when he, when he spoke those words to me, he began to show me my brother who was all jacked up. And he was getting him a place. And he was doing different things in the background. Huh? While I was asleep, I just had woke up, got in my early morning prayer, was thanking him, thanking him, thanking him. And he was showing me all the things he was doing while I was asleep. <laughs> thank you. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Look at verse 6, saints. It says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. See, we're not servants to sin anymore. Amen. We don't have to serve sin. Amen. We are no longer slaves to sin anymore. And we all know about slavery, right? We as black folks, we know about slavery, right? It wasn't nothing nice. Amen. When we were slaves to sin, it wasn't nothing nice. Say amen to that. <laughs> Come on, saints of God. Look at verse 7. For he that is dead is free from sin. Did you all hear that? So dead people can't sin. I want you to see this picture now. Huh? If you dead, can you sin? You can't sin. Dead folks can't sin. Amen. See, we're dead to sin, saints. When you die, you're free. You're no longer dead in sin. See? Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're no, we're no longer dead in sin. We are dead to sin. Say amen to that. So this is a special day to celebrate, saints. God died on the cross, sacrificed his life for us to free us from sin. Thank you, Jesus. It's just a thank you, Jesus moment. Look at verse 8. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Say amen to that. See, this is our great Christian faith. If we die with him, we shall also live with him. Right? That's it. That's what we believe. Look at verse 9. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead died no more, death have no more dominion over him. Amen? For in that he died, he died unto sin how many times? Once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. He's our perfect example. Amen? Once we die to that sin, that sin death, and God rose us, rose us up, we live unto him. Amen? Look at verse 11. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. What does likewise mean? Just like him. Likewise, like, like he, Jesus died and God rose him. Likewise, same thing he did for us. That's why it says likewise. Amen. It's the same for us. We are dead to sin and we live unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Verse 12, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Amen. So it said, don't let sin live in your dead body. That's what it's saying. Amen. Because mortal means subject to death. Amen. All men are mortal. You all hear me? <laughs> We're subject to death. Amen. But when we get them new glorified bodies, now we're going to be immortal. What does immortal mean? Life forever. It can't, if you're immortal, you cannot die. Amen. 
Only our mortal bodies are under that, right? Your mortal is life forever, thank to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It says that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. So we don't have to let sin control us, that we have to obey it. And it's lust because we're no longer slaves to it. Amen. That's like today if, if uh, all of a sudden <laughs> they want to put us back in slavery, now we'd have to obey. Amen. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be whatever you say, master. Ain't that how it go? <laughs> well, this scripture is saying, nope. You know, we're no longer slaves to sin. We don't have to obey sin. When they say, just go and do whatever foolish thing that the devil is whispering in our ears or our flesh, you know, we don't have to obey that. Amen. We're not obeying God. Say amen to that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 13. Neither yield your, ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God. Now go to him as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. See, it's saying yield everything about yourself to the Lord. Allow him to use you. Amen. Oh, it's a pleasure to say, serve God. You all always hear me say that, right? Lord, it's just a pleasure to serve you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Huh? It's, it's keep telling us the same thing. You all hear this over and over. We're no longer slaves to sin, saints. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We're not governed by the law anymore, but by grace through faith in Jesus. Amen. Verse 15. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. God forbid. Ask us the same question again. Stand in this vein, right? <laughs> huh? Shall we, shall we sin because we're not under, under, under the law anymore? This says, nope, God forbid, don't do that. Huh? It's, it's canceling out that type of thinking, saints. Some people really think that we are not under the law and we're under grace, so that means I could do whatever I want to do. Amen? You all hear me say this all the time. Lord, I just want to do what you tell me to do, and I want to say what you tell me to say. Amen? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And that's walking with the Lord. Amen? I mean, nah, I want to do whatever I want to do because I know if I get back in my flesh, I'm capable of doing anything. Amen. So you all know I do that murder every day. I kill my flesh daily because I know what it's capable of. Amen. If I let it loose, I know what it can do. It showed me before. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. I have to be led by the spirit. Everybody say amen to that. We're spiritually led now. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 16. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourself serve, servants to obey? His servants ye are to whom you obey, whether, sin, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. See, we're God's servant. Amen. This scripture is saying, whoever you obey, that's who you will serve. <laughs> Lord, I'll do what you tell me to do. Everybody should be saying amen to that. Huh? Whoever you obey, that's who you serve. That's who you are serving to. That's what the scripture is saying. Amen. Look at verse 17. But God be thanked that ye were the servants that but God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine 
which was delivered you. See, we all were once servants to sin, saints. We were slaves to it. But now as children of God, we want to know God's word and obey it. Amen. That's what this scripture is saying. Look at verse 18. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. Who are we? <laughs> the servants of righteousness. When God freed us from sin, we now serve righteousness. Huh? When serving righteousness, you must take the side of the person who's right, saints. Or support what's right in the situation. Amen. Like, like for example, uh, uh, a certain person, I can't say, in my family wanted me to mediate for them with another person. Amen. And I wanted to do it, but the other person thought, well, no, nah, he can't do it because if he mediate, he's going to be partial to you because that's your family member. Wrong. I'm going to be on whatever side righteousness is on. I'm on the side of who's right. Period. Amen. That's how you want to live your life. Amen. I don't care if you my mama, my daddy, my whoever. If you wrong, I'm going to say, that's wrong. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be on your side and go with evil just because we related. Amen. Oh, I wish they would have let me do it because I could have really blessed them. Amen. Look at verse 19. The servants of righteousness. That's who we are, saints. Verse 19. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. Everybody say amen to that. See, it says once you was, you know, you was yielding your members to the devil and it was all unrighteous and unholy. It says, but now that you're a child of God, yield your members to God, to righteousness and holiness. You said holiness just means you're set aside for his use. You're sanctified. Same as sanctified. Set aside for his, you allowing God now to use you. Amen. And you all know I go through that. And especially like if something happened, I get sick. I'd be like, Lord, wait, hold up. <laughs> I'm your servant. I didn't serve the devil sick. Amen. I'm going to walk around being sick serving you, representing you. Uh-uh, Lord, uh-uh. You got to heal your servant. I want to serve you at the greatest level. See, that's what the scripture is saying. Remember when you served and you was unclean? Now serve and be clean. I remind God of that a lot. I want to be well. I want to represent you at the highest level. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. That, look, that's the, that right there keep you help well and healthy. Amen. Remind the Lord. Now, look, now, I'm, oh, I'm going to serve the devil running around with all that youth and strength. And then I, here I come to serve you and you want me to be serving you like, no. No, I'm not serving you like that, Lord. Uh -uh, I want to be all that I could be for you in Jesus' name. Amen. There you go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at verse 20. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. Listen to this, saint. Verse 21. What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are, you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. See, that sinful lifestyle didn't bear any fruit. Huh? We're ashamed of that stuff. It's a mess. Amen. I, I, a certain, another certain person in my family, because they remind me so much of me in the day. Amen. I give them that all the time. Don't you know that what you're doing don't mean nothing? Huh? When you get to be my age, all that mess, you just going to look back and say, why did I waste that time? Huh? If only what you do for Christ is going to stand. 
What's the scripture saying? Unless the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. You're doing something for nothing. Amen. Oh, we got to get that in our youth. That's what we got to take back and tell them. Amen. I gave y'all a hint on how to reach back to them. Don't you know what that, that's meaningless, what you're doing? Amen. That doesn't mean a thing. Huh? That's what the scripture is saying. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? I can't look at back at none of that mess and think of no fruit that I had in it. None. But a lot of waste of time and money. That was the fruit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at verse 22. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness. And the end, what, saints? That's some fruit. <laughs> Everlasting life. Oh, my God. That's real fruit right there. <laughs> That's fruit forever. Amen. See, now that God freed us from a lifestyle of sin, we have a happy ending, saints. Everlasting life. Life with no end. Say amen to that. Look at verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, saints of God, we were delivered from paying those sin wages by the gift of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. We now have eternal life. Say amen. Everlasting life. Life with no expiration date. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. We could have ended up dead in our sins, but God. He is risen, saints. The only way we have everlasting life is through Jesus Christ. Did you all hear me? Let me repeat. I said the only way. Ain't, ain't but one way. Amen. <laughs> Sorry, but it's not, and Jesus was bold with that. You know, it's a lot of other religions that talk a lot of different things. Jesus said, look, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father but by me, period. <laughs> if you don't get that one, I'm sorry. Amen. <laughs> but that's the truth. That's the only way. That's why we're celebrating today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. But, you know, here's the problem. Here's the problem, Ken Brown. <laughs> when we take this to them, many of them don't believe it. I'm going to show you all the problem now. Y'all want to see what the problem look like? I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show you this problem so when we have to deal with it, you know how to deal with it. Amen? Many, all that I just went through, do not believe that. Amen? They don't believe he is risen. They don't believe him, period. Amen. There is a him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So I'm going to give you all this quick bonus, and we out of here to go celebrate this awesome event, this awesome day in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Jesus is the only way out, saints. And some don't want to believe it. <laughs> they don't want to believe in the resurrection. Turn to 1 Corinthians 15. Let me show it to you real fast. This is going to help you in your witnessing. Amen, because we got to take this truth to a, to a dying world. Ain't that right, Elder Tola? <laughs> Ain't that what you told us? We got to take it to them. We got to fill them vessels up with some oil. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Elder, Elder Deutsch bought everybody in here a bottle of oil. And did I not leave that oil today? But I'm going to pass it out next week. Amen. 
we're going to speak some things over that oil. So when you put it on somebody, oh, it's going to be awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Because they don't want to believe in this resurrection. Look at verse, uh, you at 1 Corinthians 15. Look at verse 9, saints. Where you at, Cameron? 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 9. It says this. It says, for I am the least of the apostles that am not meant to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Amen. So Paul is saying right here, he's the least of the apostles because we, we all know Paul was Saul, right? And what was he doing? Killing Christians. Amen. <laughs> he was persecuted. He was killing Christians. Amen. So he's saying, how did God make me an apostle? I'm the least of the apostles. Yet he wrote most of the whole New Testament. Think about that now. The least. Paul said, I'm, see, the, the, the first will be last, and the last will be. Okay, y'all got the principle. So he's saying here, I'm the least. Paul said, I'm the least of the, of the, of the apostles because I persecuted the church, right? Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. <laughs> I like that word, I am. Amen. Because that's who God is, right? Moses was getting ready to go talk to Pharaoh. <laughs> Moses was like, <laughs> I'm going to walk in there talking to Pharaoh. <laughs> Who do I tell him sent me? Because he knew, see, he knew he needed this right here. He needed to be strong in the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So the Lord is talking to him, telling him to go. Now he needs to, Who do I? He said, just tell him I am sent you. <laughs> just tell him that. He'll get it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> tell him I am sent you. You are what, Lord? He's everything we need. Amen. I am healing. I am love. I am peace. I am grace. I am everything that you need. Everything that you need is in me. Amen. That's why there ain't no other way. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. You hear me, CJ? Uh, you hear these words coming out of my mouth? Oh, good. Good, good, good. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, look at verse 11. Now, verse 10, what you have up there, 10? I'm sorry, look at verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they, more abundantly than they. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. See, he was the least, but he was laboring. Amen. He was putting in work. Amen. <laughs> look at verse 11. Therefore, whether... It were I or they. So we preach, and so ye believe. See, Paul is saying whoever preached, the end result is that you believed. Amen. <laughs> we can't get caught up in what well, he said. He preached what well, he preached. Well, he, if you believe and you with Christ and you received him, it's all good. Amen. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Whoever preached, and so ye believe. Look at verse 12. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Here we go. Everybody say, here we go. This is what I want to show you right here. Here we go. Christ is being preached all the time, but they saying, ain't no resurrection from the dead. Some Sadducees, you know, that's what the Sadducees was known for. 
Jesus had to, he was playing a dozen with Jesus talking about, well, you know, if, if it's a resurrection Jesus, then, you know, because the, 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 in the law back then, if you were married to a woman and, and the brother died, then she had to marry the next brother and the next brother and the next brother and, the next, and so on. And so the, the Sadducees said, Jesus, what, uh, you know, since it's a resurrection, you say it is, but they didn't believe him. They said, well, who's she going to ultimately be with in the resurrection? Amen. And Jesus had to let them know. There's no marriage in the resurrection. You err in the scriptures. He let them geniuses, <laughs> them scholars in the scriptures know you err in the scriptures. We don't, it, there's no such thing as marriage huh? in the resurrection. Hey, we're going to all be married to who? To God. Uh, he's coming back for his, his bride, us. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. They don't believe it's a resurrection. Look at verse 13. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ, then is Christ not risen? Thanks to God. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and your faith is also vain? <laughs> Think about that one. Huh, if there's no resurrection, then I'm up here for no reason. Huh? And you're here for no reason too. Your faith is vain too. That's what the scripture's saying, right? <laughs> Look at verse 14. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and your faith also vain? Yea, and, and, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ. I mean, all of us here today are some false witnesses, right? Whom he raised up, if so be that the dead not rise, rise not. So if this didn't happen, then all this is fake. That's what the scripture said. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 16. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? Huh? <laughs> if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? Huh? If the dead don't raise, then Christ is not raised. Amen? But look at 17. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet. Come on, saints. You're still in your sins. <laughs> That's the problem. That's why we got to reach them, Ken. Because, see, if they don't believe it, guess where they at? They still in their sins. And the wages of sin is death. Amen? <laughs> Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Amen. If none of this didn't happen, saints, that's the state we would be in. But we know it did happen, don't we? And we got to let everybody know what happened. Because if they don't know and receive Christ, then their faith is, is uh, vain and they're still in their sins. We got to let them know they have to receive Christ. Huh, we want to learn of him. We want to know him. Amen. We want him to sit on the throne of our heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He is risen. Look at verse 18. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. That's what it's saying. So they're saying if Christ was never risen, amen, then all of this is fake. My preaching is in vain. Your faith is in vain. Amen. That's what the scripture is saying. 
and the ones that, that fell asleep, that died in Christ, they're going to perish. Is that what it's saying? Let me read it again. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. That's what it says. Amen. Look at verse 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Y'all hear that? So if we walking around in this life, and that's all that our faith means in Christ is this life, we're miserable. Amen. So we're going to, because let's think about it. We're going through all these trials and tribulations in this life, all the things that go on in this life. And, and uh, for Christ, and that's just the end of it. He was, he was never raised. That's not why we go through this. Amen. That's not what we're looking for at that end of the tunnel, is it? Is that really what we're looking for? A life in Christ and it's in and it's over and that's the end of it. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Amen. Let me, let me give you this verse. Look at verse 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead. Everybody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> it comes from high end truth now. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. That's the truth. Amen. Look at verse 21. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Is God just and fair? He's just faithful. Amen. He always provides a way of escape. He's righteous. Amen. Is that fair? Is that his principle? So since one man died and threw us all into slavery to sin, amen, that's what it's saying, then another man <laughs> came along and died and brought us all out of it. God is about balance, isn't he? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Look at verse 22. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Everybody say amen to that. He is risen, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody in here who don't know Jesus? 